Not sure I'm up for an extended prologue today, so let's just get down to business. Uh, my name is Jay, which is sometimes uh, spelled with the J-A-E, with the A-E smushed together. I'm 31 years old, and my pronouns are they, them, and I did not win at poker on Friday night, but I did win $13 on side bets, so I do have that going for me. This is Free Life Camps, a podcast about queerness, transness, and all that. The world is a nasty place right now, but I hope listening to the theme helps smooth some of your rough itches. So I'm labeling this bad boy a chill-out tent episode, uh, a frame for taking stock and reflecting over the last few episodes recorded. I've got some pronoun thoughts to share as well as a little story. Um, The next few episodes will be bigger production to do, so um, I'm just starting the script writing process, uh, but I do suspect this app will be uh, a little short boy. Um, First of all, pronouns. A couple weeks ago, a certain newspaper published an op-ed speaking very strongly against using pronouns, um, as if we don't all have them. Uh, you know, when people say pronouns, they mean pronouns with a capital P in quotes with like trans flags and probably some really awful homophobic stereotype vision of a person using pronouns. Uh, and how this op-ed was talking about how... Um, to answer when asked, um, or to announce when prompted about pronouns. Uh, if you even like engage at all, you are engaging in the enforcement of gender stereotypes and imply consent to quote gender ideology that's sweeping the nation and ruining children. A point he, uh, the author made, which you really have to laugh or else you'll cry, is that if someone asks your pronouns and you say she, her, for example, the person asking will assume that you conform to all gender stereotypes involved with being a she, her slash a woman, as well as support, enforce, and encourage those stereotypes. Um, LOL. Okay, homie. Uh, You can find this op-ed pretty easily by Google, so if you want, go and read it. I did. Um... And then bitch to my group chat about it. Uh, I'm not going to link it or name it or 
pointed out, uh, <laughs> just wanted to say it. it pisses me off. Uh, Google it if you wanted. I do enough work for you. I'm not going to do that kind of work for you. Um, this fool also got enough airtime and enough of my mental space on a Sunday morning two weeks ago where I was innocently trying to sleep in and read the Bible uh, before being faced with vitriol. I, of course, have never had any self-control ever and did go down uh, a rabbit hole of this author's pro-biology stance, um, which he has sort of repurposed as anti-trans activism, um, and it definitely ruined my day, to be sure. Um, But it got me thinking about a few things I wanted to discuss here. Firstly, don't forget people are very upset by my mere existence and functioning as a non-binary transhuman in the world. So, haha, eat shit, losers. But more hopefully, uh, and that ends this week's iteration of I saw a tweet, I saw a TikTok, um, which is funny, oops, uh, not even intentional, I'm just laughing at myself as I'm writing here, this is now an I saw a TikTok podcast as opposed to I saw a tweet podcast, but anyway. I saw this TikTok from a college kid slash trans guy whose professor, um, quote, girl bossed everyone into adding their pronouns, aka forced everyone to add their pronouns in their Zoom names. Of course, she's done this under the guise of progressive support for the LGBTQ community, but the student isn't out yet, and so they were faced with a choice to come out in an unsafe or closed-minded environment or to be constantly misgendered because of she, her, and the Zoom name. All of that is quite bad and makes me feel quite bad. So I think that's just a little, it has shifted my thinking a little bit to some of the suggestions I made about pronouns in the fall, um, about sort of asking and, um, they just wanted to follow up with a, an addendum here. So the solution that I would suggest is that we focus on creating an environment where folks are encouraged but not demanded to share their pronouns as someone who, uh, outside of a very specific private set of circumstances, is not like being told what to do. Um, I understand that making demands on cis people is actually just making things worse. I truly, deeply, madly hate conceding this point. Um and I hate it as much as I hate hard-headed cis people. But I do think for reasons above, um, this argument does have more validity than comforting cis people's hurt feelings. Um, offer your pronouns if you're in a place to do so and feel comfortable and actively invite others to share. Um, I often see the snide remark, uh, pronouns are to talk about someone else. So why do you need to know when you're introduced to someone? Um, and pronouns are to talk about someone else is definitely in the SpongeBob meme format. Um, this is a, a, a remark made to make the point, like, why do I have to answer the question about my pronouns? And, um, I, I saw a counter tweet, uh, so I can talk shit about you, duh, um, which I think is quite funny um but also you know like it's happened recently it's gonna happen tomorrow when I go back to my office or by the time you're listening to this last week when I went back to my office I've been in rooms with people I know really well and they you know misgender me while referring back to something I have said or while addressing a point I've made um I work with a bunch of people in my office who don't know me at all to whom I am not out um I'm not in, but I also haven't made a non-binary announcement to people that I just sort of cruise around in the office. Um, those people obviously misgender me because I don't know any better and I don't want to tell them and I don't, it just takes a lot of effort to fucking get in people's faces about this. And then, well, of course there are the people who I've discussed who sort of re- actively refuse to participate. 
Um, so yes, I've lost the thread on this, but I'm when countered with the point, why would you be referring to me? Like it happens more than you think, especially when you are hyper aware of people using pronouns that aren't reflective of who you are, um, whether intentionally or not, whether from someone who loves you or not, um, you hear it all the time. And so I think, um, it's something I've been thinking about because yeah, it's just a point that has come up in a mean way on the internet. Um, but also, you know, a question that's been raised in a very caring and loving way, uh, is, you know, maybe it won't be so bad. Um, yeah, it's also important. I think if you're in a position of leadership or leading a group, making an active statement about why you're making the decisions you are, um, really helps to say, I am choosing to share my pronouns and I invite you all to do the same. But if that is not something you're interested in doing, you don't have to. I think it's really hard to thread the needle of trying to support people who need it without giving the people an out who simply do not want to participate because they feel like they're above it. Um, And also I think when you're making demands on people, you should definitely have a reason why. And yeah, explain to people what your thinking is. And if you need help making a decision or if you need help thinking through how to present a reason why to share your pronouns or encouraging others, email me. (laughs) I will be the random trans person in your life who likes to answer questions about nonsense. Just ask. Me, not anyone. I mean, unless someone has actively volunteered to answer your questions, um, then you can ask them. But you can ask me whatever. But don't ask random people who haven't consented to answering your questions. And to reiterate a point from my full episode on pronouns, if you are choosing to share, um, look for signs from others that they've already taken to try and share their pronouns that may not be their pronouns in a Zoom name, but also nothing like training a room for people all with their pronouns in their bio, none of whom processed mine uh, reading it in my Zoom name or me saying it out loud as an introduction. Um, but yeah, this is why I don't mind filling the role, the often exhausting role of educator, especially among my straight friends. It demands and forced actions are closing minds, and I'm hopefully opening them back up again or at least acting as a doorstop. Um, a short, muscular, very attractive doorstop. Um, general learning and understanding hopefully leads to acceptance, and then we can all move forward from there together. Okay, moving on to the second agenda item, the government. Texas. To quote the tweet that was massively circulating, um, that tweet and ACLU's response linked in the show notes, uh, quote, Greg Abbott has officially directed family and protective services to begin investigating all trans children in Texas and prosecuting their families as child abusers. He has also instructed all doctors all teachers, doctors, and caregivers to begin reporting any trans students they see. Per the ACLU, this is not a law, but now my words, it is a threat against trans kids and their families. I donated $25 to two Texas organizations, um, which I'll link in the show notes as well. Match if you can, share if you can't, every little bit counts. Um, 
Next up is Florida. Ding, ding. The Too Cute by Half branded Never Say Gay Bill, which is HB1557, PDF linked in the show notes, requires conversations about LGBT issues to be, quote, age appropriate, whatever that means, and will, uh, this bill will legally prevent teachers from, quote, encouraging discussions about, quote, discussion of sexual orientation or gender identity in the classroom. These state governments are trying to legislate away the very act of talking about myself or ourselves and our communities, our families, and our identities. We're not going anywhere. Die mad and once again eat shit losers. Vladimir Putin has invaded Ukraine. Agenda item two subheading C which gave the right-leaning psychosphere an opportunity to trash diversity in the military, stating we simply can't go toe-to-toe with Russia because we have queer service members and or uh, a one Steve Bannon has been praising Putin um, of all people because he's (laughs) anti-transgender. I don't even... I've. All I have to say about that is glory to Ukraine. Amen. We, the trans community, are getting a lot of airtime for such a small population. And honestly, even if we are destroying society, we're not. At least we're on the forefront of a new age, living our lives in ways that are new, different, exciting, and sexy. And and it just seems as my existence sets some foaming at the mouth, literal and figuratively. I come to my third and final agenda item, uh, representation demonstrated by a quick story. I was in Kentucky earlier this month and did a presentation for work. Um, my hair is short now. I'm sure you've seen my selfies and I put my pronouns in my slide deck, introduce myself with them and wear a pronoun pin. Um, I wear sort of traditionally business-based masculine clothing, uh, had a good crowd for a snowstorm, um, and obviously made extra eye contact with the, um, the couple people in the session who look like they could be queer, you know, takes one to know one, I always say. Um, and I was right in this case a day later, those two people came up to me to say, thank you for my presentation, which was very sweet of them. Um, but also to say how grateful they were to see other LGBT people at this event. Um, the tall, bigger butch uh, said how frustrating it was to get looked up and down in the women's room and how good it feels to walk into a room that I'm in and to know, quote, okay, I am safe here. I thought about keeping this story private. I did share it on a small scale directly with a couple people and cried both times telling it then too. Uh, But I I think it illustrates why representation is so important and why why understanding someone in their story and experience is so powerful and having someone understand you as a person is so powerful. And why having queer people to talk to, especially young people seeking answers about sexuality and gender and having queer resources on hand can literally save lives. It 
It changes the situation from dangerous to safe. Just the physical presence of another person in a room. Even if you don't know them or how they really think or feel, they could be so different from you. But it was the, I think, most (laughs) meaningful thing anyone has ever said to me. And I'm so grateful they took that time to do so. I try to remind myself that it won't always be this bad. (laughs) That someday we will be free of all of this. And uh, I just uh, quote some silly song lyrics that I heard on a silly television show that, um, I don't know, kind of really resonated with me in a way that If you want to view paradise, simply look around and view it. Anything you want to do, do it. (laughs) Want to change the world? There's nothing to it. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you uh, in April. Thank you.